not worthy. <laughs> Elisa is here. We're about to break ground, girl. Yeah. You are the first guest we were begging to have on our Football is Sexy podcast. I don't want to cry, but oh my God, I can't believe you're here. And not only are you here, you are rocking 80 from the 49ers. I mean. And you know I'm just like, I love you even more. So before I even get started, I have to know. Yeah. Tell me about that jersey, because it looks like there might be a story <laughs> behind that jersey. It's definitely very worn. It's very worn. Um, this jersey has a very special place in my heart. Actually, I'm a, a Denver Broncos fan. I know. And some people see me in 49ers here. They're kind of like, what's going on? And my oldest brother, Oscar, he was a huge 49ers fan. Uh, he passed away when I was younger. And this is actually one of his old jerseys. No. And yes, my older brother, Dennis, um, he gave me and my sister, Tatiana, one of each like this past summer i guess he was clean out he found them and he was like hey i want to give you this this jersey but he put it in a bag and he was like it's your unbirthday and i'm like what <laughs> he was like he gave it to me i opened it up i got the jerry rice one um and it's something that i hold very true to my heart and you know coming here i'm a really big believer in things happen for a reason and Today is actually the anniversary of my brother passing away. No. Yes. Are and you serious? I purposely wanted to come on the Football the Sexy podcast today because he was the one that showed me how to love football. You know, him and my brothers. And we used to play football in the backyard. They made me a really big tomboy. You can't tell right now because I'm all makeup up. But I was a really big tomboy growing up. And, you know, today I was like, you know what? I was like, I want to wear this. And then you were just like, oh, we talked about the 49ers. And I'm like, what are the chances that you just happen to be a big 49ers fan also? So I'm actually rocking a chain with his face on it. That is that is not surprising yeah. in a weird way because everything that we've been doing has been things like that. Mm -hmm. And what an amazing story. Celebration of life. I love it. We're gonna celebrate yeah. his life. Oscar? Yes, Oscar. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and well, Oscar is probably up there with my dad. Yeah. Papa Joe. Hanging out. Hanging out. Watching 49ers going, Look games. at those two Latinas go. <laughs> One speaks Spanish and one doesn't, though, and it's not my fault. But I wish I, I, I wish I could speak Spanish, but we, we'll, we won't get into that. But that's how fandom starts, you know, and it's like that's how it starts. It starts at home. It starts with family, and that's why it was really important for me to to rock this today of all days because it's like you know what, this is the roots. This is where it all began for me, and obviously I found my own way. I found my fandom with the Denver Broncos, but that doesn't take away from, you know, where it all started. And can I ask what? what gravitated him toward the Niners, do you think? Do you know? Well, you know, football in L.A. was all over the place, right? Right, <laughs> so right, like, right. I, I, I found an old laptop that I had, and I had a sticker that said, bring football back, which just shows you the generation I grew up in here in L.A. Right, right, right. And now we have, like, we have two of them. Right. Um, but, I mean, you can't argue with just the legends that played with the 49ers. Like, I'm wearing Jerry Rice for a reason. <laughs> you know, you have so Speaking many. Speaking my language. You know, immaculate plays that happened, the catch. You have so many moments that he grew up in that era when. Right the dynasty of the 49ers, you know, reign king. So right. I think with that, it was one of those things that he just loved to pump his chest out, being, you know, California and representing. And uh, yeah, this is one of his favorite jerseys, so I'm, I'm really happy to be well, wearing it. Well, I love it, and we are going to celebrate him. <laughs> and I love that you're wearing his necklace, so yeah. amazing, amazing. Well, thank you for coming. Mm -hmm. And you kind of already answered some of the things I want to talk to you about. First of all, <laughs> your accomplishments are insane. And you're so young. And the fact that you, I mean... Lakers, Dodgers, um, two Emmys, uh, producer, yeah. host. Yeah. I mean, what's left? <laughs> what are we doing? Like, what is, okay, what is your first moment of like when you decided sports 
is my calling. Like, yeah. was there a moment when you're like, this is the way I'm, I know you're USC, by the way, fight on. I am, fight on. I didn't go to the USC, but my sister did, so like I'm an honorary. <laughs> you I went are, to you the are. University of Soul Train instead, but that's a whole nother hey, podcast. That's harder to get into than USC. <laughs> Let's just call that, say what it um, is. So tell me, like, when did that sports thing just change everything for you? Yeah, I mean, it was really when I was younger. Um, I love to talk. You can ask my siblings. I would literally run around with a tape recorder and ask them what was for dinner. Oh, and I'd be like, you know, it's 6 o'clock. Like, what do you think we're going to eat today? And they're just like, leave me alone. <laughs> so um, when I started to... They're like pesole. Exactly. Like, you, know, you need to relax. <laughs> and um, I started really thinking, like, how can I combine my love for talking and meeting people with sports? And it was kind of like, oh, my God, sports journalism. Like, it just fit. And I'm very lucky to know what I want to do from a very young age. You know, a lot of people don't figure it out till later. And they think that that's wrong or they're late. And it's like, no, I just was really lucky to know what I wanted to do. And it just hasn't shifted. But what I wanted to do has shifted. You know, mm -hmm. in my mind, I was like, I want to be a silent reporter. That was my whole dream. Mm -hmm. And as I started going up, I was like, you know, I really want to do all that. You know? right. <laughs> like, uh, it's like I, I found a joy in hosting and I found a joy in, you know, debating and, and kind of those things. And so my dream kind of shifted a bit. And, you know, my career in this industry has been all over the place, behind the scenes, in front of the camera. You know, it's just one of those things that I I never took for granted because it's important to know where you're coming from, mm -hmm. to know where you're going. And that's 100%. true in life, culture, yeah. and sports because, yeah. you know, I was audio, I was camera, I was lighting. Mm -hmm. And now that I'm not and I'm in front of the camera, I appreciate those things so much more. Because let me tell you, if you're a camera person doesn't really like you that much, you're gonna get the worst angle every time. So <laughs> I love you guys. Yeah, I love you guys. It's important to show appreciation because you know they're really what makes it work. You know, right. all the audios and lighting and you know, producers and all those things, they really do help make a show like football is sexy, like Dodgers, like Lakers shine the way that it's supposed to. So it's definitely a, a team effort, not to throw a pun in there. No, but, yeah. you know, when I started this journey, it was very much like, okay, I know what I want to do. And then I look up and no one looked like me that was doing it. Right. And so for me, it was kind of like, all right, that's weird. Like, well, how does, how do I change that? Mm -hmm. Right. And so even the Latinas that were on TV, they were much lighter skin tone than I am. You know, they had lighter hair than right. I did. They right. had lighter eyes than I did. And I was kind of like, okay, like, how does that work? And so I looked up to all the legends in the game, right? Mm -hmm. You have the Pam Olivers and, you know, everyone that's kind of paved the way in that, in that arena of silent reporting. Right. You have Aaron Andrews now, so many younger faces, right? Mm -hmm. But you look back and it's like, you know, when I was watching Pam Oliver, everyone, everyone asked me, why do you look up to her so much? And I was like, because she's the closest skin tone to me, right. you know? And yeah. I respect her wisdom. I respect her I don't care what you think. I'm here to do my job and I'm going to do it well attitude. Right. And that's what I'm saying. When I was looking up, I was like, okay, like I want to find now a Latina that looks like me. Mm. And it was really hard to do that. I don't think there was one. Yeah. Right. I yeah. think you are in it. <laughs> See? And you, believe it or not, help me. So thank you. Because Whatever. the truth is, <laughs> I'm, I'm also breaking into a space that yeah. doesn't exist. Yeah. And um, it's, it's a different kind of... Um, hunger that yeah. you have to have and a confidence that you have to have to be like, I'm going to break down this wall. Yeah. You know, and I love that you never stopped and you pursued. Mm -hmm. And then people probably see what I see. They're like, we got to get this girl on like <laughs> your personality. You have um, a way about you and you know, your shit. Let's mm -hmm. just be honest. Like you let the passion comes across, yeah. you know, yeah. I think that's amazing. So when you didn't see anybody 
out there that look like you on some of those interviews, what gave you that extra like, I'm going to be me. And I, and I done my research girl. So I heard some of your, <laughs> I love that you, you love to rock your nails. I right? do. And you're going to like be I who do. you are. And I'm with you on that. And <laughs> I remember when we started this, I'm like, I'm always going to be who I am. Yeah. Like I'm going to, sometimes I'm going to have a cigar. Sometimes I'm going to have my kicks. Yeah. I'm not a high heel. I did wear nails for you, but <laughs> normally, you. no, I did. And it's funny. You wore the 80 for me and I wore the nails for you. It's this is good, right? <laughs> um, but so when you would go into some of those first interviews, mm -hmm. what gave you like that extra confidence to just be like, I'm going to be like, did you just feel like you were in the right place no matter what? was out the society mm -hmm. that was maybe not going to let you in because maybe you were Latina? You know, I had to accept that there's nothing wrong with being first. There's nothing wrong with being the first, you know, the first Latina, the first, you know, whoever, like you're, you're representing your culture, right. right? There's nothing wrong with being the first of anything. Right. It's scarier. Right. You may get, you may fail. You may not make it. Right. But you're, you know, how far you go, someone will then pick up the baton and go farther than you and go farther than you and then go farther than you, right. you know, and for English broadcasts, you know, like obviously I know there's Latinas of all different shades and colors that I'm sure we're on television, mm -hmm. but growing up first generation here watching primarily English channels, uh, especially for sports. Um, that's where I was trying to figure out like someone that looked at me. And that's why I said, like when I saw Pam Oliver, you know, her and just seeing her confidence, mm. seeing her on there. And it's funny because I know some people are like, really, Pamela? And it's like, no, she's the first one I saw. Yeah. You know, she's yeah. the first one I saw. And, you know, for and then you kind of go on and now you have like the MJs, you mm -hmm. know, MJ Acosta Ruiz. And I love that she has the Ruiz and the Acosta on her last name and she wears her hair curly. And it's like all those things matter. Mm -hmm. And so even me, as I'm kind of growing, I kind of know, like, you know what, like, I didn't realize how many people were paying attention to my career because I live in a little bubble. And I'm just thinking, like, I'm not really doing that much or I haven't really uh, accomplished that much. I know. It's really bad. And I, I talk to my friends all the time. And they're like, you've done. And I'm like, I know. You have. It's not where I want to be. I'm like, I'm still working to my ultimate goal. And so one thing I learned is that people are always watching, whether it's older, younger generations or whoever. Someone's always watching you. Yeah. And whether you want to accept that or not, you have to carry yourself with the way that you want to be remembered. And my dad told me, like, you know, you have the last name Hernandez. Like, make sure you mean it means respect when you walk into a room that. and don't mess it up. And I was like, no pressures. I, love, I <laughs> so, love that. Yeah. Well, I know you're, let's just get the elephant out of the room. Yeah. You're a huge Dodger fan. I am. I am not. Yes, you can. I can never not be who I am. <laughs> Yeah. I'm a San Francisco Giants, but due I'm to sorry. my father, I know, I know, I know. Trust me, being a Giant fan out yeah. here is not easy. Everybody around it's me. It's fun, though. It's fun. It's fun. And I rock my Giant hat or my yeah. Niner hat and Golden Warriors hat yeah. at all times. Um, so I know that we're, we want to introduce you to some of the football sexy squad, the yeah. girls. They have some really exciting uh, questions for you. Okay. But before we bring them on, I just want to tell you thank you. Thank you for representing the Latinas, um, especially a woman Latina in the yeah. game of football. Because when I started this, mm -hmm. you were actually someone that I was like, she's doing it, <laughs> so I can do it. Yeah. You know? So when our friend, shout out to Diana Mendoza, yeah. um, said, I know her, and maybe we can get her on as yeah. our first guest, I was like, there's no <laughs> one more that I would want. Truly, because you broke down, you, you, you have broke down 
barriers as a woman and a Latina and somebody who is passionate about sports. By the way, I'm just saying, you know, we have some Hispanics on our Niner team. Shout out to Fred <laughs> Warner. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, you know. Fred Gutierrez. Yes, yeah, he yes. So program. can we just do this, though, like um, the next time the NFL's in Mexico and you need a plus one, <laughs> I'm your girl. I will say, look, I represented Fred Wood because when we went to the Mexico game, I actually gave him custom cleats to rock in the game. And so they actually featured the Mexican flag on one side, um, the Mexico City skyline on the other side. We put Yo Soy Fred, which is um, one of the things that he had said in an interview one time. We had the L-Snap logo. And yeah, I mean, and we had the Mexico like game shield. And it was one of those things where I, you know, representation matters everywhere, right? And it's like Fred Warner, a lot of people didn't even know that he has, he has Mexican descent in him. Right. And, it's Federico Warner. Yeah. And people are kind of surprised. So when I gave him the cleats, he was so excited to wear them. He actually wore them in the game. And being, you know, Estadio Azteca, super Amen. high, watching. And I'm watching his cleats because I see the red, white, Amazing. and red just, like, running around. Oh, my God. And I'm just like, that's what matters because, you know, somebody here is going to look at his shoes and be like, wow, like, he's representing who he is. Yep unapologetically 100%. and that's how I try to do all the time and whether I meet CEOs CMOs I'm just like look like what you're gonna get from me is you're gonna get hoops, hoops. you're gonna get nails, and nails. that's what I you're know, gonna get right? that's what you're gonna get yeah. and it doesn't take away from my knowledge it doesn't take away from my professionalism nope. it doesn't take away no. from what I bring to the table it just represents who I am at the table a hundred percent okay now I do have to ask you one more question because you as <laughs> everything is talking about can you give me one memory that was like the one that stands out the most in your career in football. Oh wow! I think I think was probably Super Bowl in LA, and I think for me because I had been at the NFL for you know a while at that point, and I wasn't really you know I was always a mixture of traveling, not traveling. But Super Bowl in LA was my first my first Super Bowl I was able to attend and work. And when I went, it was one of those things where I'm like, this is my city. You know, right. I'm just this first generation, Nina del Salvador, you know what I mean? And I'm sitting here in the biggest stage possible watching this game and getting paid to be here. And it was kind of like, again, plus one. Made it. plus one, right here. <laughs> yeah, <it's> like, <laughs> when I sat there and I saw just everything in the arena, the way the city had shown out for the Super Bowl, you know, have it be such and a big deal. And the Rams were playing. And the Rams were home. playing. Exactly. I mean, that's exactly. huge. And for you non-football fans out there. Yeah. The, the Super difficult. Bowl is, is chosen before the playoffs even yes. come, like yeah, way yeah. before. So for mm-hmm. someone to be playing in their, home in their own city. home yep. in the Super Bowl is like, it's happened twice. It's I happened think. twice. Tampa Bay, Tampa Bay and, 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 the and the Rams. Exactly. Okay, wait. See, I could keep you here forever, but what, <laughs> how did you become a Broncos fan then? I became a Broncos fan because as my brothers were trying to, you know, fight me for their teams, I, I'm really obsessed with horses. Are you serious? I am serious. And honestly, the I, logo did it for you? The lo- well, it was between the Colts and the Broncos. I'm sorry. The oh Broncos my God. is just much nicer. <laughs> I have asked this question so many times. Yeah. And no one has ever said because I'm a I'm a fan I'm a fan of horses. But the thing is like that's, I love that. that is just like people always think like like especially when you get into football, it's like, oh I, I watched the 1990. No, I like the horse. I love it. That's and then amazing. I was like, all right, blue orange. I'm good with that. And then I was blessed with Elway and Sharp and TD and, you know, the dynasty that was in the late yeah. 90s, you know. And then we were in a drought for a long time until Super yeah. Bowl 50 when we had the number one defense in the NFL. So, I mean, but again, like, 
that's why I initially love the team. I love right? that. And it's like, because you have to find something that connects with to you. To you. 100%. You know, and as much as my brother loves the 49ers, I've never, and it's just like, that wasn't really for me. You know, like, yeah. that's cool for you, but like, right. what about the 49ers? I'm like, they call, like, easy, yeah. easy, easy. Okay, wait. You're gonna I break my heart right I now. You're gonna bit. break my heart right now. <laughs> hey, I, but I'm like, I can represent them. Hey, so. no, I got. I'm, I'm. I always say, look, whoever you're passionate about, that's what I love. Even yeah. if it's not my team, I yeah, love yeah, that yeah. people are passionate oh, you about their be. team. Like whatever that is. So it's all good. But did you go for the Chiefs or the Niners? You could just tell me the truth. I went for the Niners. I did go for the Niners. Thank I did. You. I did. Well, also the Chiefs are in my division, so oh, I, yeah, I didn't want happen. them to yeah, win, exactly. and then they won this year. I'm just like, oh, oh. stop being good. Yeah, stop so. it. Anyway, <laughs> well, I could talk to you forever, but I know the girls really want to come out I'm and excited. talk to you as well. No, I'm so excited. I'm excited. thank you again. Of course. And we'll be right back. We're back, and we're here with the amazing Elisa Hernandez okay. in stadium <laughs> for the Dodger host and a ton of other things, but. Girl, so we want to talk about the locker rooms. Yeah. You are always in these amazing situations <laughs> that people would die for, men and yeah. women would die to be in locker rooms. So I heard that there's like a certain stance that a woman <laughs> like host, they're journalists. Yes. What, get, can you give us a stance? Because one day we will be there. Yes, you will. Behind you, yeah. hiding, and how, how are we supposed to stand? You know, it's, it's, you know, girls, we like to, we, we, we're yeah. very, we're very fidgety, yeah. you know, yeah, yeah, and so yeah, we, yeah. we kind of like lean and, you know, but when you're in the locker room, it's always important to be mindful of your surroundings, right? Also, it's a very tight space. There's so many reporters, there's so many cameras. Like I'm, I always say like, you know, I'm five one, five two on a good day. And that really comes in clutch for me because sometimes the camera guys are okay that I'm in front of them because I'm literally right under their camera. Oh my God, so crazy. then it's just like my hands sticking up and they're like, that's fine, you know? <laughs> and so it's one of those things, but you know, when you're in a locker room, you need to be aware of everything as a woman in sports, right? So when I'm in there, I'm looking at the floor, the ceiling, or my notepad or my phone, right? And even in my phone, I make sure that my phone is on top of my notepad so it doesn't come off like I'm recording you without you knowing right. or me, you know, right. any, pictures, taking pictures right. or anything. Right. It's right. like you have to be aware of that. Like yeah. you're in their space. Right. You are in their, you know, personal space and you're a guest there. And so you have to be mindful of all those things. So <laughs> I, I say the stance. But basically, all right, we're going to see the stance. Okay. Right. Basically, Let's see. Um, you, like, I, I, this is just for me. How right. cute is your outfit, by the way? I know. Love. I want to wear that. <laughs> when we both go to the opening game of the Niner game. I got you. Game, I got you. I, wanna, I, got you. I want that outfit. Okay. But, yeah, I mean, like, I tend to just stand straight, straight forward, right? You know, obviously, we're Latina. We all have hips right. and everything. But, like, I try not to stand like this. Mm. Or like this. Oh, yeah. no pageant like pose. No, no pageant I try not to do this. No flipping of the yeah, head. Yeah, it's okay. like because it's not what it is. It's what it looks like. Got it. And if I'm standing next yes. to you know Mookie Betts locker, yeah. and I'm standing like this, and I'm doing this, oh, right, right, right. That's it. Yeah, that's it. Right, or, right. or you know, and and it could be something as simple like I had an itch, it got hot, and I moved it. You know, <laughs> exactly. Like, it doesn't matter. It's like it's it's about what it looks like. And as a female in sports, you know, you have to be aware of those things, whether you think it's fair or not. You know, right. it's it's a very male dominated industry. And we try to make those connections and even like with the guys, like, you know, some of them will joke around with you. There's a thin line. Right. There's a thin line between having that relationship and also like are they pushing the boundaries of that relationship? Right. right. And so a lot of, you know, some players 
have great relationship with male reporters and they'll message them on Instagram or they'll text them or they'll get their number. And there are situations where I, I meet an athlete and I know that I'm gonna use them for something. I'll be like, hey, can I get your number? Sure thing. I'm also aware I'm either texting them at the event. Hey, thanks so much. Hey, locked you in, things like that. Right. If they respond to me and it's eight o'clock, guess what? I'm gonna respond to you back at 9 a.m. the next day. Right. That's right. It's like having, it's just right. those little, those little details of, of respect. Of respect. Yeah. And, and again, like, I don't know your situation, you know, I don't know. And it's like, I don't want to be texting you at 10 o'clock talking about, yeah, I'll talk to you tomorrow. It's like, yeah. why right. are you texting me at 10 o'clock to tell me that? No, right. it's like, so having those boundaries, having that understanding of the game and how it works. And again, it's not what it is, what it looks like. Right. And being a woman in sports, you have to be very attention to detail. You have to work twice as hard to get half the credit. Mm -hmm. And you have to work just as hard to not only get in the room, but stay in the room. And then you have to work twice as hard to stay in the room and be looked at in a way yeah. that's respectful. Well, let's just tell it how it is. There's a yeah. microscope on females, Always. especially in the world of sports. Always. I fully believe we're held to a higher standard. Because oh, like you said, how am I going to stand? How is my face looking? Did mm -hmm. I wear too much makeup today? Mm -hmm. Is my V-neck a little too low? Yep. Tomorrow, you don't want anyone talking about you yep. like that. Oh my gosh, it's going to be 100 degrees tomorrow. But you what better wear, wear a turtleneck. Right. Yeah. But you better wear a turtleneck. You know? You know? Right, but exactly. In another way, when you're trying to break in, and I, I'd love to hear about like the struggle you had breaking in. Because yeah. I remember when I was trying to get into those locker rooms, and you're trying to give people a safe space, yeah. but it's so hard because, like you said, if that player texts you at 930, mm -hmm. part of your head is like, do I respond? Do I offend him? Do I not respond? But then you're like, i got to set this boundary. Yeah. What's the and right move? What's yeah, the right move? move? Because yeah. who knows tomorrow in the locker room? They're like, no, Shardy, you didn't get like that. Uh -huh. <laughs> Thanks so much. Yeah. Exactly. How did you handle that? A lot of big personalities. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah well, yeah. and not only that, what about if you're in a relationship right. and you're getting a text from Jimmy G? Wow. <laughs> that might be an issue for somebody, right? I'm just saying. Yeah. Um, yeah. It could go both ways. Yeah. It can, it can, yeah. um, but again, like that's why it's important to kind of be aware of all those things, right? And for me, how I handle that, I grew up a big tomboy. Right, like I didn't really start wearing makeup till college. Realistically, before that, it was like <laughs> before that, it was like lip gloss, a little bit of mascara, call it a day. Hair was always in a ponytail. I was real hoodie to school. Like that's just how I was, and so I was a really big tomboy. I really got along. Like my some of my best guy friends are all they're all guys, mm -hmm. and I just grew up that way. I always grew up hanging out with the guys. I always grew up playing football. I always grew up everything. Right, my sister was more of the girly girl and in it and everything. And so for me, it's like the way that I naturally talk comes off different than how certain other girls talk, right? Even like the lightness in my voice, I can lighten it up. I can say, oh, how are you doing? Or I can like, you know, kind of thug it out and be like, like what's good? You know, so it's like, it's like, situation calls for certain things right my, my friends always make fun of me They're, oh my god at least your tv voice is just not who you are and I'm just like, it is on tv yes. you know it's like but when i it's how i switch it so right. when the camera's off i'll literally tell i'll tell a player like like hey man like you was you was balling out there like you know right, and they're right. just like they're like oh you saw you i'm like and i'll talk to them in a way that is I'm just talking to you. Right, and right. It that, and, like, it, and it brings that level of calmness, that yeah. familiarity, because that's how their friends talk to them. Right. But when I'm on, you know, and I'll, I'll be like, hey, I'll go up to someone and I'll say, hey, so and so, so I'm about to talk about this, this, and this. Like, you good with that? And like, yeah, I'm good. All right, cool. All right, one, two, three. All right, guys. So we can do And they're just like, <laughs> they're like, wait, what just happened? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. But, you know, it's all about, it's all about those things. Right. Right. And yeah. so I've literally had players, like, I've had a player tell me all the time, he was like, smell really good. And I'm like, 
See? Right. But then I'm Again like, with the but, uh, but right. I'm not, but I'm not sitting there and I'm just like, oh, thank you. I'm like, appreciate that. Yeah, I like that. Because I do. Thank yeah. you so much for yeah. noticing my fragrance. And then they're just like, yeah. Yeah. And then they go about their life yeah, because for I... them, it's a split second of being like, what's that smell? Is that you? Okay. It smells good. And I'm like, appreciate that. But you have to yeah, be thanks. strong because I've, I've been in locker rooms and yeah. I know you have too when yeah. they view you and they don't really know you yet. And they're yeah. like, okay, this is a girl I'm going to get by. This is a girl I'm going to mess they with. This the, they, they, they push. push no, they push. Yeah, exactly. They push. And it takes someone like you to have that candor mm -hmm. to be like, yeah, thanks. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Like, let's not go like, oh, I got it yesterday, or, you know, no, yeah, no, we don't exactly. want to do that. And you don't care. But you got to be, a, no, you don't. <laughs> you don't care. Don't and care. that's okay that you don't You're care. not buying my perfume. <laughs> I don't give a But you have this presence to you, and I can tell you just from, you know, being around you today that you command respect. Mm -hmm. People look at you and they know I'm not going to mess with this girl. <laughs> yes, absolutely. I love yeah. that. But, but here's what I think a lot of some of our fans, not fans, some of our friends, some of the sexy people out there want to know. What, so what are some of the major topics? Let's start with Jimmy G. Yeah. <laughs> what I'm going to say is this. A lot of, we have, um, as you know, you follow us on social media. Mm -hmm. And anytime that there's a post about Jimmy G, yeah. it's explosive, explosive yeah. right? Yeah. And people, whether they're Niner fans or Raider fans yeah. or not, he has helped the NFL. Let's be, let's be <laughs> honest. Um, can you tell us anything about like your thoughts on him moving from the Niners to the Raiders or yeah. anything that comes to mind when we talk about Jimmy G? I mean, G? multiple things. So I, it's, I have a funny story with Jimmy G. And also, I think it's, I think it's good for him that he went to the Raiders. Um, and I say that because there was, so much, there was so much circulation. Is it Trey Lance's team? Is it Jimmy G's team? Does he have what it takes? You know, it's so funny. I, I, I saw a post the other day, which was really funny. And it was like, you know, Jimmy G has as many Super Bowl rings as Patrick Mahomes. And because he does. That's he true. true. But do people exactly, know that? Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's a nice. I know stuff. I know yeah, stuff. And for the, for the newer fans, yes. so the Patriots, <laughs> he was a backup quarter for Tom yeah. Brady mm -hmm. with the New England Patriots. And even though he didn't play, he still got a, a Super Bowl ring. So he the truth he is, learned. he learned. He learned. He learned. Because so he's been jobless since. That's right. Okay. right. He learned. That's right. 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 But I mean, I think it's good for him. I think, um, you know, that shakeup is just... Sometimes some people just need a fresh start, right? Yeah. And I think for that fan base, they needed someone. I mean, you're going from Derek Carr, Jimmy G, and like they're not, they're that, not that different. They're not that different, right? Like Let's as much as you want to break down my numbers look. and stats, like Jimmy different. G went to a Super Bowl yeah. in Miami. You went against Patrick Mahomes, probably the next greatest quarterback to ever play, and you know yeah. he's. Yeah. Just saying. I'm just Why saying. you gotta bring up old shit? I'm just God saying. Damn. I'm just saying. We were like, doing you know, so good. When, like Derek Carr did not go to the Super Bowl. No. Do you know no. what I'm saying? Right. And so you have to think of all those things. So I think for that, it, it's such a good. I think it's a good experience for him. I think he has some weapons on there that he can kind of use. He's kind of going into a similar, you know, talent pool offense. a bit. Yeah. It's the same offense, yeah. I think. Yeah. So I think that it's something he can, you know, benefit from. Right. Uh, just Jimmy D be good out there, bro. It's Vegas. So. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, you know. By the way, I don't know if you know this. Guess who we have on next week? Let me tell you. Oh. Do you remember that little situation where he went out to dinner <laughs> with a certain? Yes, I do. She will be telling her story. Wow. Next podcast. All right. Shout out to Mia, aka Deanne Munoz. Can't wait to have you on. That's awesome. Right? I was yeah. like shocked that nobody's really gotten her story. Yeah. They all do the little paparazzi TMZ right. stuff, but nobody's really heard the whole story. But this is why, again, this is why being unapologetically yourself, unapologetically yourself is so important. Yeah. Because that happened, and Jimmy G's like, yeah. Yeah, that and happened. So, and? and then everyone was kind of like, Freaking. okay, 
And then they moved on. It's like, just stand on what you do no matter what it is, yes. right? And it's like, because once you take the drama out of it, yeah. why are you so talking? Yeah, I went. I'm and he was single. Yeah, and you were single. And with the 137 like, million or whatever. It's like, it's I don't. Game. You, you know what I mean? <laughs> exactly. It's like, it, it's just, it's yeah. just what I did. So, yeah, but that that's my, that's my, I guess, football side of it. But the funny story was that I had a coworker. Her name was Elise, and she was, like, obsessed with Jimmy G. Like, her birthday cake had Jimmy G's face on oh, it. Yeah. Oh, my God. And so it. when we went to the Mexico game, I, I was working with MJ, and I was like, MJ, we have to get him to do a video for her and he was like okay oh, and no. so after he oh, came no. out you know we talked to him we gave him the, a mexico jersey we took a photo all that good stuff and then we were like hey jimmy like we have one of our no. coworkers. she's like obsessed with it. i showed her i showed him the cake and he goes oh my god that's awesome I love it. <laughs> and I love so it. i filmed it and he was like hey elise you know da -da 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 -da. and she had no idea we were doing this oh my god so we get back from the locker room we meet her and we're like, hey, Liz, we, have to, we want to show you something. And she's like, okay. And she looks and she goes, oh my God, he's so, you know what? And she's like, good thing. Yeah. And literally, she's like, and he, he goes, hi, Elise. She goes, oh my God, he said my name. Like, she was freaking out. Oh my God. And she was like, how did you? Oh my God. She was like, freaking out. Oh my God. And for me, you know, I what a good I, friend. I appreciated. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you put yourself on the line, girl. For your I, I put, you know, but it's the fact that obviously, again, it's always a balance, right? Right. MJ had that relationship with him already. I was never gonna ask him that just off top. Right. But MJ was like, hey, would you do this? He right. was like, yeah. And just the fact that he was so willing to do that yeah. for a fan, you know, I thought was really cool because some guys like that who, whether, you know, football aside, right? Some guys like that that are just seen in a certain light as, you know, right. whatever. He could get a little full in himself, right? Yeah. You can be a little like, mm, right. like, don't talk to me. No, yeah. But he was like, yeah, sure, I like, let, let's do that. it. Well, and you I know think why he's so part damn, of that was so great. You know why he's so damn sexy and cool? Do you guys know? <laughs> I, guys love know I love to I hear. I love this. to hear this because he's a Scorpio. Oh. Here we go. Wait, wait, you're not gonna believe this. Okay. His birthday is November second. Okay. Guess who else's birthday oh. is November second? Oh, oh my God. I'm just saying facts. I'm just spitting facts. Yeah. My mom's here. She has my birth certificate. My birthday is November 2nd. You, right? No trip. I have my driver's license. No. I'm just saying, what are the odds? And what are the odds that I happen to know his date, which we'll talk about next week? Yeah. It's going to be good. Stephen A. Smith, you're going to want to tune yeah. in next week. <laughs> Stephen A. loves him some Jimmy G. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Awesome. Okay, I'm going to ask a question yes. really quick. Yeah. yeah. For a decade, okay, you started back in 2013 as an intern so for the NFL Network. You guys, I mean, here we are, <laughs> 10 years later. Yeah. Your resume, you've added Crazy. so many things yeah. to it, and I feel like you're just getting started. Yeah, you are at the peak of your career right now. You have two Emmys down. You're going for your yeah. third one this time on camera. Right. Um, yeah. And so we're all rooting you on. So what do you? What's your biggest takeaway from the last decade as a female in sports? You have, I mean, like I said, it's Extensive resume, I mean, NBA, NFL, yeah. um, MLB, yeah, so yeah. tell us, yeah, what's your, I mean, it's hard probably to conceptualize all that yeah. in, one, in one thing, but <laughs> give us some of your takeaways. You know, it made me realize that every overnight sensation is 10 years in the making, and mm. everyone that I've ever met that's popped off now, you know, I, I'm just like, wow, like, she's getting really pushed heavy on ESPN, or she's getting really pushed heavy on this channel, and then I go look at her and like, She's been doing this 15, 20 years. It's amazing. And it's just like, well, damn. You know, it's like, you know and it, 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 all, it only takes that one shot, right? right? It only takes that one person to want to invest in you in the way that you want to be invested right. in. And for me, like, 
in the to way me, you want in the way that I want to be invested. It's key because the thing is, for me being Latina, you know, they'll tell me like, "Oh my God, you're so great. You should, you'll do great on like Fox Deportes." Right. And I love my Fox Deportes team. All the Spanish teams are amazing. But it's the box of like, oh, you're Latina, instantly go yeah. to the Spanish channel, right? And it's like, mm, I will do that. But, but guess what? I can also also I can also hold my own in this arena too, right? You know, and right. I can and I think that's part of that's part of it, right? right. And or they think like, oh, listen, you speak Spanish, you know, you'd be great on Telemundo, and that's like, yeah, I would be, <laughs> and I'd also be great on NBC, and they're a partner yeah, company, right. so let's work that out, right. you know. So it's just right. like. You have like, to don't keep always... trying to throw me in this state. Exactly. Right. Can and I say this? I'm sorry. No, I didn't mean it's fine. But you're so right because I don't know if you guys notice, and even on regular news, right, mm -hmm. let alone football, mm -hmm. they send out, if it, there's a story about someone who's Hispanic, they send the Hispanic mm -hmm. reporter. Mm -hmm. And it, I catch that, mm -hmm. and it kind of, I'm like, why can't we just send whoever is right for the job or right. whoever's closer? Right, or, right, right. You know what I mean? But you're so right. It's a double-edged sword, right? Because... Also, depending on what you're talking about, Latinos tend to just like talk to other Latinos. So there's that. That's aspect. true. That's true. But then the other part of it is like you said, it's like who's who's gonna get the best story, right? right? And so for me, like being in this industry, coming about, like I've done both Spanish TV and I've done you know English TV too, but I did that on purpose to make sure like you guys know like I can do both, right? And I think Spanish TV is important. You know, I think it's important to show and have representation there and have the investment there. But I yeah. think for me, it's that part that I have not seen yet. Mm -hmm. Some companies do, some companies don't, right. you know? Like I, I see, I went to Fox and they had the Fox Deportes set was was there and I, I loved it. I love that all their talent was there, you know, in Arizona, on the field. It was a smaller set. Mm -hmm. Obviously the Fox Sports set was humongous. Right, right. Now granted, I get it, that's your moneymaker. I'm just, I'm happy that they flew out the right. Fox Deportes team to be there. But my thing is like, I can't wait for the day where the Spanish one is just as big as the English one, and the investment is there on both sides because there, there's a need there. Huge, yeah. There's huge, a huge need there. Huge. And so for me, you know, when I look back, I'm just like, I'm a, I'm a baby in this. And I notice, like, You're watching every, grow, everyone, everyone that I'm looking at that I'm like, man, I want her job. They're, like, in their 50s, 40s. Easy, easy. No, no, I'm, just, I'm saying it in the sense no, of, I like, yeah. they're, that's their oh, prime right, right, right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's goals. And I'm like, you guys, you had the job I want. And it's like, damn, they didn't get that job for like 20 years. I'm only 10 years. Like, damn, yeah, I got another 10, 10 years. Right, right. And so you you look at those things, but you learn to appreciate the journey. I, I, I really had to stop, especially this year. I worked so much. I was everywhere. I was, you know, games. You had a busy and, year. And I had a very busy year. But I didn't stop to think about what I did in that year. Right. And on Instagram, I was just like, you know, let me put a little reel together. You, you, so I, I started your, getting all like, my clips yeah. and I'm like, oh, oh I did that too. Yeah. Oh, I did that too. Oh, I forgot to add this. And I'm looking and I'm like, damn, I did a lot. Like, you know, and, yeah. but you have to root for yourself. You have to be right. your biggest fan. Right. And, you know, Kobe once said, like, if you don't believe in yourself, like no one else Who will. Who else will? Who else will? Yeah. You know, I'm exactly. trying my mom. I but, <laughs> and by the way, I'm just that's on the if you haven't heard an NFL game in, and now, Spanish? in Spanish, oh, you are missing oh. out. Oh, my God. Like, you don't have Amazing. to understand a word, nope. but you do yourself a favor and watch in Spanish at least once. It's amazing. The, the, that that the soccer Panthers. vibe. Yeah. That, like, the, the Panthers had the Panthers Nationals had a really great one. Um, 
I think LaVisca is his name, and he was going for a touchdown. He was like, he's going hasta la vista, hasta la vista, hasta la vista. A la cinco, métete la vista, hasta la vista, hasta la vista, hasta la vista, hasta la vista, touchdown. But it was so animated. And that's one thing I, I noticed. Like, I started really going into, like, what, who has a Spanish? Amazing, who has yeah. a Spanish broadcast? Right. You know, the Chargers do. The Rams have a great one. Um, shout out to Troy Santiago. And shout out to Adriana Garcia Marquez and their team in general. Like, honestly, like, you see those things and that matters. Yeah. And what you said is exactly true. Yep. You know, we the posted passion. on the NFL's main social channel yeah. and it, 3 million Blew views, up. 4 million views. Amazing. And it's just right? like, because they're, you're just excited yeah. for what's happening. It's yeah, not about language. It's not about anything. It's just you're watching someone who loves football yep. be excited about football. Yep. And as a fan... Junior, rookie, coming in, barely found out what a football looks like, you can appreciate that. 100%. You know, and that passion's passion. 100%. Passion's passion. And the Latino well, passion into the line. Get it. <laughs> well, I know we can't leave without talking about the Chargers. Yes. Right? <laughs> the Chargers. We can't talk about just the Niners, so we're talking about but the Chargers. But that's okay. Hold on, though. I do want to get a little Niner <laughs> perspective here because I am a giant Charger fan, but, um, you know, there's been so much talk lately about, like, the Niners and what's going to happen. And now there's rumors that Lamar Jackson might go there or, you know, Aaron Rodgers might pull a fast one and go there. And I just want to tell all of you Niner fans, oh, here we go. you have nothing to worry about. Okay. This team has become the powerhouse it is because they put all their money into anybody but a quarterback. The three quarterbacks you guys had last year, total salaries was like under 16 million. Everybody on your team has a contract. Everybody Brock on your team has Purdy. to get paid. Yes, no, we get, we're going to get there. We're going to get there. Another thing, I don't think you need a quarterback because of Brock Purdy because he has, let's, let's be honest, you guys had the worst year last year. I mean, Trey Lance goes down. Okay, oh, let's bring insane. Jimmy G back. Jimmy insane. G wasn't so good. Oh, Jimmy G's doing great. We love him. Oh, let's kill him too. <laughs> and now we're going to bring up this kid, Brock Purdy, that no one's ever seen. Mr. Oh, we're miserable. Mr. And then... And Mr. Irrelevant became the show. The show. So please, Niner fans, the bottom line is we can't afford a Lamar Jackson or an Aaron Rodgers. Don't worry about it. Nor do you want them. But I just want to ease you. Like, it's kind of like when you go into, like, Louis Vuitton, you're like, I can't buy that bag. But I feel better that I can because now I'm not sad about it. So don't be sad about it. You're never going to lose Brock Purdy. And he's going to be the new face of your team straight up. Injuries are a bitch. Injuries? Well, isn't it true? And it's the way, you know, that he was injured, too. Like, it's one of those things you have to kind of account for. You have Trey Lance coming back, and you want to see how that kind of works out. But I think that competition, I think that's the beauty part of the NFL, right? It's just like storylines come out of nowhere. Yes. Superstars come out of nowhere. Mm -hmm. You know, it, even look at the Super Bowl champions. Like Isaiah Pacheco was a seventh rounder out of Rutgers. You know, everyone was like, he's too small. That. He's not good. He's not even going to make the team. Mm -hmm. He led boom. them in scrimmage yards. Yep. He led them in rushing touchdowns in the playoffs. Like, you know, but and more for, importantly, he can dance. And he can dance. He can dance. Uh, that, that's the Borico I know. He's that. Puerto Rican. He's like, exactly. Uh, he's, uh, he's, uh, he's the Puerto Rican in him. And he was you know, he, representing that as well. And so for me, being Latina, you know, representation doesn't mean people from one place. Right. right. It means different people from different places. Right. And there's beauty in seeing different flags. Yeah. And the NFL had a decal program this year where players were able to wear flags on the back of their helmets. I loved that. And don't stop doing that. And you yeah, show that. you know you showcase that. that and you're like, "Wait, he's from this? Wait, he's from that?" Right. And you see 
you know, the Puerto Rican flag, the Cuban flag, the Mexican flag. You see all those things. Like, I can't wait for the first Salvadorian. Like, like we need to grow past five five. I know look, we gotta get. I'm just saying. <laughs> there's, a there's a Salvadorian out there right now. We could be a kicker, bro. Like, we could be a kicker. But like, I'm waiting for the first Salvadorian to be in the NFL because it's coming instantly. It's coming. It's coming. I'm buying. I don't. I don't care what team you're. You buying that jersey? I'm buying that jersey. Hey, it's done. And you know, there's power like, in that. You'll, you'll like horses, and you'll go to the. You'll go to the. <laughs> I know exactly. Right. Salvadorians love animals. We have every animal you could think of. So for I sure. But that's part of. That's part of that beauty, right? right? And now you have like Christian Gonzalez, the cornerback out of Oregon, yeah. could potentially be the first Colombian ever drafted in the first round in NFL history. Crazy. There's been two Colombians that played in the NFL. One was a, one was a running back, one was a kicker, and they were both drafted very, very late in the round. He could be the very first Colombian ever drafted in the first round in so NFL sick. history. Do you know how long the NFL has been around? No, that's why we have you. I'm yeah, saying. Good. I, know. I, know. I, know. I didn't know that. This is amazing. Yeah. So like, but again, like, and and for him to do it and you know be you know, go on hopefully to be a successful you know cornerback in the league it's like there's power in that right you know sure. there's power in that and seeing that flag and seeing what that represents and having him represent it the way that he wants to so i mean we had chris olave this year broke a thousand yards as a rookie for the saints he's cuban right you know and he we i did a, a cleat activation with a bunch of players where we featured the flags on the cleats i love that and chris olave wore the cuban flag in london for the london game we had Mikey Davis wear the Mexican flag. I put his mom's name on the shoe. Yeah. Um, and then we had Ron Rivera. I gave him custom Air Forces God, that feature, right. you know, the Mexican flag, Puerto Rican flag, his parents' names on the back. Um, Najee Harris represented Mexico, so yeah. he wore the Mexican, you know, on, on, on flag on his on his cleats. Then we had Demarcus Lawrence. His wife is Mexican, and he wore the Mexican flag on his shoes. And I did that because it's like when people saw that, it wasn't, oh, you know, they put a flag on a shoe and called it heritage. No, I literally had the players explain yeah. why yeah. this was important. Right. Down to the names. Right. Down to the names. Right. And yeah. it's like, once you do that and, and fans hear that, they're just like, wow, there's, like there's, so, there's, there's connection there. There's, there's, yeah, there's a representation. beauty about what we talked about in the beginning. Yeah. Never forget where you come from. Yeah. And there's always something beautiful about, you know, remembering who you are and never forget what made you yeah you know yeah, like exactly. Naj Najee like people ask like is that like Najee Mexican and I'm like no I was like but <laughs> you know his partners that he grew up with when he was in the Bay Area were Mexican right. and he told me like they would you know we would go to their house you know when I was going through hard times they would make me dinner and I would listen to their music and it's part of who I am yeah. you know it's part of my history it's not necessarily my culture but it's part of who made me who I am right. and he was proud to represent and I'll never forget I was in Pittsburgh and there was this family, um, this Latino family, and they had came down and they were in the seats and he goes up to them and the mom goes, thank you for wearing those shoes. Thank you for wearing those shoes. And the little boy's like, can I see them? And he's like, sure. Oh. And he liked his shoe. And I'm like, if this boy runs with this with cleat, like, I'm going to have to chase you, you down. <laughs> you exactly. And so the kid grabs his shoe and his eyes just lit up because he, in his mind, he's like, I'm holding Najee Harris's yeah. shoe Crazy. and you're representing. Exactly. Crazy. Even though. Najee is not Mexican. He's representing something that's part of his history and part right. of his life. Like, right. you know, and I thought that was that was so good to see. And I, and I hope that representation continues. And yeah. I hope there's more Latinos and more flags that come out in the NFL. Because I, again, shout out to Souls by Sir, Marcus Giro. He's the designer who did the shoes. And he's Cuban as well. And even though I wanted that too. Because right. it's like, you know, I want it down to the source. Right. Like, you know, you're a Latino making shoes for the Latinos, representing right. Latinos in the NFL. And, there's power in that, and I like, that. look, I always tell people, I'm like, God made me short, but no one's making me quiet. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Shout out 
to the five, one and under. I don't know. I think you guys are on Sanaz, right? We're all I'm five two. Okay. I'm a tall five two. So let's talk about the women because yeah. we here we teach and talk where where women teach and talk sports, right? Yeah. Mainly football, yeah. clearly. Um, you know, one of the things that got me started on this journey was I like you had a connection with your brother. Mm. Like you had a connection with your family mm -hmm. with sports. And after my father passed, I realized that a lot of my connection was surrounded around football. Yeah. Obviously the Niners. And I couldn't wrap my head around all the people that didn't have those same memories or moments. Right. And that's how this began. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. And so I think the some of our, our social media people or people that are just hearing about us for the first time, um, we have a lot of men followers, by the way. It's not just stopping right. with women. Shout, shout out, out to the guys. I love you. Um, but but a, definitely a shout out to the girls that maybe um, don't know as much as they want to know, mm -hmm. or they're just getting started. They know they can come to our page and like ask questions yeah. or you know fan out and learn and not feel uh, excluded, yeah. right? Judge. Or yeah. judge or yeah. judge. And what we're seeing is like a real cool thing. I mean. People are just, there's so many women, like we put something about Aaron Rodgers or anything else, mm -hmm. the comments that are coming and like hearing you speak right yeah. now, I'm just saying you're helping those women without you even knowing it because they're like, <laughs> oh, she knows about football. Like, yeah. I want to be like her. Well, and down to the fact with, with you picking your team based off forfeits. Because like, for me, like, say, like, okay, my dad's from Japan, my mom's from Puerto Rico. I didn't okay. have a family history yeah, no in sports. Right. So for me, it really came down to things like colors and mascots yeah. and because- But I'm that's okay. That's okay. That doesn't make you any less of a fan. It doesn't make you any less intelligent. Exactly. You pick the you color you liked it. Exactly. Now, and then once you like it, you die for it. Yes. You die you for it. it. You ride. No. So <laughs> listen, you have to come back because I we will. could yeah. talk forever. Yeah. But I'm not going to let you go until we do touch on one more thing. Okay. Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> Aaron Rodgers. The dark place. The dark, <laughs> the, the caveman. Do you believe he's going to end up with the Jets? I think it, it'd be very bad for him if he didn't. And I oh, say yeah. that because look, you got the Jets are giving you everything you could ask for. You know, they stand they signed Alan Lazard, who was yep. your receiver right. down in Green Bay. Right. You know, they're meeting with Odell Beckham right. uh, soon. Um and they're giving you they're building your castle right yeah. for you right. before your they're eyes. They're treating him like Tom Brady. Yeah. Yeah. And Let's the thing real. is it's like let's be real Tom Brady went to your division and won a ring in vote. You have the same amount of ways in your division and he was there for Two, three years? Yeah. 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 You, yeah. And you spent your whole career there. Yeah. So I think for me, it's, you know, one of those things where I I like Aaron Rodgers. I mean, he's he's a dynamic talent. Right. But it's just, it, to me, again, and it's part of how my, how I'm structured, right? Like, just, just say, like, do what you say and say what you mean. Right. right. And so for he's me, it's like. He's a little extra. I'm going to say. A little. I'm going to say. A little. He's a little extra. A little. And okay. he's a lot of he's extra. A lot of because he I does kind of see. Well, because he came out and he said like, "Oh, I'm not gonna hold this hostage. Oh, yes, I'm gonna are. make a clear yes, decision. I'm gonna." And it's like you're still doing it. You know wow. what? Hold on. Here's the thing: Is he a phenomenal quarterback? Absolutely. Yeah. No one's no denying debate. that. No but there is another aspect to that as part of being a team. I don't believe he's a leader. I believe he's extremely selfish. I think he lies a lot. <laughs> and on top of that, like. That's so cool that you went and did ayahuasca for three days and your mind has been opened and now you know you're going to be a jet. So why are you already entering New York, which is a dominant jet? Yeah. I mean, I love the Giants, it's a dominant yeah. jet state. Uh -huh. it, and those it, fans are diehard. Team, well, and the, the media, I mean, the right. media he, he was but he's already upsetting the fans. Yeah. Right. Well, 
Like, commit to them. They deserve it. Commit to the Jets. They deserve it. They this is always going to be do. a fun topic. They, they, they've had, they've, they've definitely, like, worked their way up. And I think the Jets, even, like, they've invested and they show the investment. For know? sure. They have Garrett Wilson. They have Sauce Gardner. They had Brees Hall before he got hurt. You had three of the best rookies who were winning Rookie of the Month and then, every single month. And then month. Zach Wilson happened. <laughs> oh, yeah. But even then, it's like, but even then, it's like, as good as they were doing, that didn't even matter. Right. right. They were winning. When what you thing? win, when you're winning, nothing else matters. And I don't care what happens. If you can consistently have a winning record in a state like New York, in a state where the media eats you alive. Yep. Yep. You know, you, yeah. it doesn't matter. You're going to be what. the king of New York. I went to school with Mark yeah. Sanchez, Mission Vale High School, Go Diablos. And when he <laughs> got drafted to the Jets, we all knew. This guy's going to be the king of New York. <laughs> he went from mini Mission Viejo to the big yeah, New York. Yeah. I mean, even though he's complaining on Hard Knocks about having to pay 50 cents for ranch, <laughs> no one forgets that, by the way. But, you know, Ever. he was the king when yeah. he was there. Yeah. Until yeah. a couple butt fumbles happened, you know what I mean? But he was the king. But That's even then, that is like yeah. the king of all butt fumbles. So. We're going to bust the play here, and then oh. Will Fork is going to throw Brandon Moore back into his quarterback. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I will say I will say this for all the ladies out there that are coming into this space it's never too late it's never you never have reason not to do this mm -hmm. I have so many friends that have literally come up to me and they're like hey like I want I want to start liking football that's literally the decision they woke up and they were just like I think I, it looks fun oh, right and you guys are all going I want to go and then it was like great pick a team and they're like okay and they you know and they yeah. pick their team there's no wrong reason to like a team. Right. There's no bad because you're gonna you're gonna enter this beautiful, toxic, amazing fan culture yes. that is gonna engulf you in Changes, everything, everything that you want. Yeah. And I think for I think the most important thing is like, look, I don't know everything. Yeah. I don't act like I know everything. Right. You know, I can hold my own in a conversation. You know, I've met some of the best people in my life off of football right. just because like me I just too. started talking shit and right. like me too. you know and then yeah. they're just kind of like huh. wait how do you know that and I'm just all like oh, it's just in there right. because, right. Right. because of the, just start right sit just down start. watch a game just just listen you get don't need, that you mobile app download the app start talk. your journey right there and just listen and really immerse yourself in it because you're gonna start retaining things you're gonna start remembering things and guess what you may have watched the game where Isaiah Pacheco, you know, broke the leading rushing record, but it was like against the Jaguars and maybe it wasn't on primetime TV, right? Yeah. And then you go and then six months from now, they're like, yeah, when did he break that record? Like, oh, he broke it against the Jaguars in week three. And all of a sudden, and it's not. Exactly. Right? And it's not because you did some deep dive. It's just because you invested you, and yeah. you're watching and you're Yeah. So it's never game. too late. Do yeah. what you do. It's sexy. It's fun. It's right. It's fire. I'm telling you, yep. no fan looks the same, and don't think you have to be a certain type of fan to love the game. Exactly. Well, yeah. before you leave, this better be the right box. I will hurt somebody. <laughs> this is for you. Thank you. And this one is for you, too. And I think I'm gonna come you, back. hopefully you'll like it because yes. football is sexy. sexy. That's right, now you can open it and then we'll let you go. Okay, so oh, I have to. You have to act it. like you like it. Or oh, ah, what do you mean? Yeah. Yeah. Ah. No, I hate when people <laughs> ask me to um, open gifts in front of them. <gasps> that is so cute. Okay, fire! Shout out to you. Football, right? This is Every clutch. This oh my is, gosh, this is very important. So cute. Yes. They are making a comeback. Everything like in it's the coming to come back, right? We got a lot of So cute.
This is gorgeous. Cute, right? Yes. Football is sexy. Honestly, oh. look, it is. And look, yay, I knew you'd like it. I was hoping you'd like it. I could have you here forever. We love you. You have to come back. I will. Can you please come back? I will. Especially I don't even want to leave. All right? Especially during the season, though. Gotcha. Can you imagine? Gotcha. Thank you so much for coming. <laughs> we really appreciate you. And thank you guys for watching. All you sexy people. Keep coming back because football is sexy.